Welcome to day 242 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Kemp here with David Keefe and Cindy Kemp. And it's a sad day today because we come to the end of the Sermon on the Mount, which has been so deeply rich. Uh, and of course, all of Scripture is deeply rich. But there are you know, some sections of Scripture that are so poignant and so beautiful and so well stated and so deeply you know, convicting that we want to linger. And of course, in a 15-minute podcast, there's so much of this we haven't been able to, you know, cover. I suppose you could take each one of the Beatitudes and and meditate on them for a lifetime, mm-hmm. uh, much less, you know, just survey them, you know, in, in 15 minutes. But we come to the end of the Sermon on the Mount, which has been deeply convicting. It's given us a beautiful portrait of the righteousness of Christ and the, the heart and the spirit that he would create in us as we devote ourselves to him, as we realize that we are poor in spirit and mourn our brokenness and come to him and in meekness thirsting to be made right with god uh, these are the kind of things that will be produced in us and it's been fun convicting and and deeply enriching and inspiring uh, to read this so we come to the end of mm-hmm. uh, the sermon on the mount today uh, before we uh, read the passage we always realize that we we come to a holy moment uh, we're not reading just simply to be inspired we're reading uh, to see the face of god to know the heart of god and to be respond to him by giving him our hearts and lives to do with us he as he pleases to mold and make after his own so before we read cindy do you mind lifting us up yeah father we do come to you um in this moment and we ask father that uh, by your spirit you would teach us the things that our heart definitely needs lord whether it's conviction of sin or to be encouraged father um we come to you knowing that you you do this for us and we we thank you for that so we um we pray for this time teach us uh make us more into the image of your son it's in christ's name we pray amen matthew 7 verse 1 Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give to dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks uh, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be open. Whichever of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone. Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, How much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you, for this sums up the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Watch out for false prophets that come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. The people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles. Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. 
A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I'll tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house in the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowd were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. Of course, he taught as one who knew the very heart of God and was conveying the heart of God. And everything that he teaches in the Sermon on the Mount is so fresh and so mm-hmm. new, mm-hmm. so startlingly different mm-hmm. uh, from the con- preconceived ideas you know, that the people had brought to the law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's showing them everything that they had missed in the law and the heart you know, that the law would create mm-hmm. you know, in God's people. And, of course, uh, we are marvel at their blindness, yeah. but we need to at the same time be aware of our own blindness mm-hmm. that we – easily miss the heart and the character of what God has called us to through his word. You got to love the visual. He kind of gives us at the start, right? Almost comical, this guy with a huge beam sticking out of his eye, trying to inform his brother about the speck in in his eye, but Mm -hmm. does not just speak to who we are. We love to kind of maximize the sins and the faults of others while we absolutely minimize mm-hmm. our own yeah. and i know i'm guilty of that mm-hmm. and but there and then but he says what's the what's the brother do no it he he removes the plank from his eyes so that he can then remove the speck from his brother's eye that that's the brotherly move. yeah no there's mm-hmm. yeah. and there's no doubt we have 20 20 vision mm-hmm. you know when it you know comes to spotting inconsistencies and flaws in each other and mm-hmm. we are nearly blind yeah when it comes to spotting flaws and inconsistencies in their own life. And we tend mm-hmm. to minimize mm-hmm. you know, our faults and maximize others' faults. And Jesus puts us in, in reverse. He's saying, you're only seeing a speck in somebody else, and there's beam in your mm-hmm. life. And, and we think, just the opposite. I just have a little speck. It's not a big deal. Uh, but uh, we're, you know, we we're just seeing other people on the surface. We have no idea where their hearts are, what their motives are, but we do know the depth of darkness mm-hmm. uh, in our own hearts. And, and of course, we just you know covered a couple of days ago that it's it's not you know so much you know the fact of murder. It's the fact that the, you know we would just in the back of our mind call people you know silly. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not so much you know the you know the fact of uh, you know adultery that our hearts are not faithful first to God and then to those that he has placed in our lives and, and so you get you know the we know the depth of our own sin and we we should be you know what the first beatitude called us to be we should be poor in spirit and mourn mm-hmm. and uh, then once we've done that and of course you're right david it's mm-hmm. not saying you know there's no need to bother with you know inconsistencies in other mm-hmm. people's lives we do want to help each other in our inconsistencies but we mm-hmm. want to do it from a right heart in a right way for the right purpose. Mm-hmm. 
And what just a great practical move for as we live in biblical community with each other and as we share life and, 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 and seek to mm-hmm. be together and to point each other towards Christ that when we are doing those things and confessing our sin that we mm-hmm. humbly admit and, and in a sense kind of judge ourselves first before we start judging those um, in our community or in our groups or those that we're sharing life with that we can begin speaking of our own faults, our own sins, our own inconsistencies, um, and mourn those things. And I think that does begin to create that community where others can begin doing the same, and we can begin helping each other towards looking more like Christ and repenting of sin. Uh, there's no doubt about yeah. it. And of course, where he began is, <clears throat> do not judge, or you too will be judged. In the same measure you judge others, you will be judged. And so, the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of course, we've, we've come across this a couple of times already. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in the prayer that the Lord taught us to pray, you know, forgive us our debts Mm -hmm. as, or in the same fashion or the same manner Mm -hmm. as we forgive. You know, be, Lord, I'm not asking you to be any more gracious with me than I have been with (laughs) everyone around me. Mm-hmm. For that reason alone, I do not like the Sermon on the Mount. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> because my prayer is, Lord, be gracious yeah, to me I need your grace. as the cross, cross can possibly afford. Yeah. And thank you for letting me nurse a grudge at the same time. And, and of course, it does not work. Mm-hmm. It does not work. Yeah. And then he ends it you know, kind of with this little parable, do not give the dogs what is say. Mm-hmm. And, and what he's saying is, you know, be careful in dispensing your spiritual wisdom. Not everybody's ready for it. Mm-hmm. And and you need to be discerning when is the right time and who mm-hmm. are the right people, you know, that you can share this with. So don't don't be that person. Because they could turn and tear you to pieces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, and, and, and they will. And they will. What a wonderful promise, though, to start the next one. Ask, and it's going to be given to you. Seek, and you'll find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. Mm-hmm. For everyone mm-hmm. Uh, who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks will find. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. He has no prejudice in answering our appeals to know him better mm-hmm. and to see his heart and know his character. And, of course, he gives us that wonderful illustration. Uh, every one of us who are a father or mother, we, we, we know the we have incredible intentions for our kids. I mean, sometimes we come home a little bit too tired and a little bit too grumpy. It happened like one time. Sometimes, yeah, I mean, (laughs) and I'm just saying that for the sake of the audience out there that that it could have possibly happened (laughs) if someone wants. But we have good intentions for our kids and we want to give good gifts to our kids, but we we don't know how. Mm -hmm. We don't know, you know, in a moment whether it's better to be gentle or whether it's better to be firm. Uh, we we don't know what the right gift is to give in the right way, or are we spoiling them, or we you know, whatever. But our Father knows perfectly how to give good gifts, and mm-hmm. even though we have that heart, He has that heart even more. Mm-hmm. And so, how much more will He give to those who ask Him? And, and of course, this is a reminder again that we uh, we neglect. Uh, you know, we spend time studying the Word so that we have propositions about God, and we spend time, you know, serving into the body so that mm-hmm. we're doing the things of God. But how often do we spend in prayer being formed by God and having our desires shaped, you know, by Him as we seek Him? Mm-hmm. And then we even get, you know, what people call the golden rule, you know, in mm-hmm. verse 12, this, so in everything, which is pretty wild, do mm-hmm. to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets, mm-hmm. which again kind of takes our eyes off of ourselves to others um, to consider their needs, their wants, how what they may need in these moments, and mm-hmm. 
and let's do that for them out of the sake of loving Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that a crazy place to put that? Convicting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, maybe after loving your enemies, you know, so in everything due to others, mm-hmm. you know, but here he's, you know, saying, because your father is so good to you mm-hmm. and gives good gifts to you, you need to be uh, gracious in, in what you give to others mm-hmm. and consider what you would want you know, as the very standard, or consider how you would like to be treated as the very standard and in that way interact with others, um, whether you're removing specs or mm-hmm. you know, encouraging or whatever it is that you know that you are doing. And to realize, too, that, you know, Christ gave up his life for us. My goodness, he was the ultimate giver of of the best gift of himself and that would have been summed up in the law and the prophets he he uh, fulfilled that for sure so beautiful we move into the section of false prophets not everyone who speaks for god is of god some people have you know self-motivated hearts and mm-hmm. uh but uh, it's kind of interesting you know that he uh you know verse 18 he says a good tree cannot bear bad fruit mm-hmm. uh, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit yeah. And of course, uh, trees that are not bearing fruit are cut down. They're, they're, they're absolutely useless. And so, and the fruit of the kingdom only comes from the transforming work of the king in, in our heart and life. And when we are right with him, we cannot help but bear good fruit. And when we are not, mm-hmm. we cannot help but bear, you know, but bear, you know, bear bad fruit. And we need, you know, and he says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. It's not mm-hmm. miracles or casting out demons or prophecies that mark someone who has the true heart of God, but one who does the will of the Father, mm-hmm. who lives to please him, mm-hmm. you know, which we talk about. And then we come to this wonderful ending of the story of uh, the wise and the foolish builders. Yeah. The difference is not, you know, between hearing uh, the words of you know the words of the Lord. The difference is between hearing, treasuring, and doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're wise when even when we don't understand where He's leading us and how He's leading us to build on the foundation of of allowing Him to be Lord and Master and to direct our lives and to have confidence in Him for the outcome of our lives. And, and a foolish person, you know, just kind of fills a journal full of nice little facts and fun little doodles, you know, in the corner and goes on you know, completely unchanged, mm-hmm. and um, they're heading for a great fall. Yeah. No, I think we like to sometimes kind of emphasize potentially, you know, well, which type of you know, builder are you and kind of put it on us a little bit, and, and maybe that's something to think about, but mm-hmm. I love how really mm-hmm. speaking about the foundation here, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. it's not so much you, but, you know, where your foundation is, and ours would be Christ, ours would be God, and, and that's mm-hmm. the focus, that's the one that is actually the main difference in all this. And so I love just seeing that difference. There's going to be the difficulties and the rains and the streams and, and kind of the storms of this life, but it's it's the foundation. It's it's Christ who gets us through those things um, and keeps us secure in the middle of those. Not not us necessarily. Yeah. We're we're wise uh, to desire that and to build on what He is doing in our lives. But mm-hmm. uh, ultimately, He is the one who makes us stand. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it is. Uh, and and of course, we bring to it. You know, again. You always go back to the Beatitudes, the impoverished spirit. Mm-hmm. There's no way I can do this. And I deeply mourn, mm-hmm. and I'm thirsting for your hunger and for your righteousness. And mm-hmm. uh, gently approaching you to give me that which you would have me have mm-hmm. rather than demanding it or trying to gather it for myself. 
So it's been a it's been a nice journey through uh, the Sermon on the Mount, and it's certainly uh, worth reading over and over and over again, memorizing mm-hmm. large sections mm-hmm. again, and uh, praying through humbly uh, to ask the Lord to form in us this kind of heart and this kind of character. Father, thank you for your goodness and for your grace. We thank you for the beauty of the way Jesus taught, how he doesn't give us simply a list of rules that uh, you know seem to fall hard on us, but he gives us a vision of your heart and of your character and how gracious you are and how deeply you've provided for us uh, as your children. May we be people who hear your word and who dig down deep and lay a foundation in you. You're a good God. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.